Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQIA storytelling night I host and program in Sydney and Melbourne. Next up, Tarnine Onus Williams is a Yigar Gunditjmara, Yorta Yorta, Bindal and Torres Strait Islander woman, passionate about decolonisation, resistance and young black people. She hit the news in 2018 when her comments at an Invasion Day rally were taken out of context by people who don't really understand metaphor. I was thrilled to have her perform at my inaugural Melbourne Queer Stories in February, just a few weeks later. Um, you would have heard a lot about me in the last three weeks. <laughs> Maybe. Choose to read the Herald of the Australian, obviously. <laughs> Don't answer that. Um, but you probably thought you'd hear about all the bad things that I've done, but I'm here to tell you that there's so much more. And tonight I'm here to tell you about four times I was a scammer. <laughs> and it's funny that I got a new laptop today and I was like... It's funny, because it got stolen, I was like, fuck... I'm shit at this scamming game. Um, anyway, so the first time I was five years old and when I was younger, my family and I were really religious, like Pentecostal, part-time though, only part-time. Um, and I got baptised three times as a child. I think that was two more times than you're supposed to. <laughs> That's why I said part-time. Um, and we'd go to church every Sunday and do all the Jesus stuff. And it was around the time my mum and dad got married. And yes, I was born before my mum and dad got married. Unholy parents, and I'm a bastard. (laughs) And, like, back then, we used to love the Hillsongs album, like the 98, (laughs) Touching Heaven, Changing Earth. And I was researching the songs, and I was like, oh, my God, Jesus, you gave it your all. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Holy Spirit, rain on me. I was like... Fuck, I really got into it too. I was listening to it for like an hour. I was like, oh, I need to turn this off now. <laughs> um, anyway, my dad he used to take me to TAB. So, yeah. <laughs> and he used to sit me up at the bar. And my brother's girlfriend used to work there as well. And he'd buy me raspberry lemonades and burgerings. And I used to love like to put them on each finger and just like eat, eat them. It was so great. <laughs> um... And my dad used to obviously bribe me with raspberry lemonade and food so I wouldn't tell my mum that he was gambling because he loved the horses. <laughs> um, and that was, like, when we were into, you know, the man up above, so... <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, we used to call... Ev- me and my sister, we used to call everything devil. Like, my brothers would listen to VTV on Saturday and listen, like, watch South Park and we'd be like, Mum, Dad, they're listening to devil music. And they're, listen- they're watching a devil show. Um, and so I remember one day, like, we were driving past the TAB in town. I pointed out the window and I was like... And my mum was in the front and I was like, Mum, that's where Dad takes me, to the devil house. 
fair to say that mum and dad's holy life didn't last long, but the scam reward. My dad thought he was scamming me, but I ended up scamming him. <laughs> um, the second time I was 11 years old, and I used to live in a country town called Portland on Gundid Country. And it's about four or five hours west of here. And like we were pretty poor growing up. Um, this is after my mum and dad broke up, and we lived in like this poor neighbourhood and we used to call it the Bronx, even though it was mostly white people. <laughs> um, but there were heaps of drug dealers and other stuff. White people are drug dealers too, guys, just for record. <laughs> um, but we were lucky enough to have a black family across the road and they had heaps of kids and they, we used to call them the Coopers and not, you know, Julie Cooper and Marissa Cooper, just for record. <laughs> um, anyway, they had two kids who were the same age as us, Kirsty and Sean. Um, so my mum, like, she was really cool with technology. Like, we had a computer. Like, we were the only kids in the neighbourhood that had a computer. Um, and we had a printer as well. But this lucky day, we had ink. And <laughs> so we printed off a list of prizes and we went to Safeway. Safeway, not Woolworths. Anyway, <laughs> my sister Kirsty, Sean and I used some of the coins that we stole from our mums and we went and put it towards buying raffle tickets from the supermarket to sell. And we took our list of, like, and the list that we printed out, looking really professional, was a list of prizes that we made up. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> we walked around all the neighbourhoods that had more money. Like, obviously, I was an anti-capitalist back then, too. <laughs> so... And we even stopped at Kay's house, this old lady who would, like, give us free food and let us play with our old son's toys, and we'd hang out there. We even made her pay for a raffle ticket. <laughs> and I remember this... I remember, like, the prizes. Like, we really, like, loved Cadbury chocolate, and I remember we'd go to the footy and watch my brother play footy, and they used to have meat hampers, so that was the number one prize on the <laughs> prize list. <laughs> um, but anyway, we ended up making, like, $50 from this fake raffle ticket. <laughs> And we split it and bought heaps of lollies, so that was the second time I was a scammer. <laughs> um, and when I was 13, I found this poem. I can guess you can see my feminism kind of started from here. Um, but I found this poem, and it was called Who's Who. His name is Benjamin. I can't pronounce his last name. I'm sorry, Benjamin. Um, and it was a bit like this. I used to think nurses were women. I used to think police were men. I used to think poets were boring until I became one of them. And then one day, I went... I was at the homework class at the Aboriginal co-op in town. I was on the, com on the computer and an ad came up. And, you know, back in the day, like, early 2000s kind of vibe, the ads were really intense. <laughs> like, there was, like, you open up Bebo and it's like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> where I mostly spend most of my time to at the homework class. Anyway, um, but one ad that came up was a poem competition. And I was like, I know a great poem. And so I typed into the box. <laughs> I used to think nurses were women. I used to think police were men. I used to think poets were boring until I became one of them. Anyway, a few weeks later, or months, or however it went long, and I was living at my brother's place at the time, and, like, all these males started turning up. So, like, you know, 13-year-old in 2006... Like, why are you getting all this mail, Tanine? And so my brother wanted to know what was going on. <laughs> and so I opened up the letters. <laughs> it was a congratulations letter. 
Turned out I won the competition and won a trip to LA. <laughs> but I didn't go. I wish I did go, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but then, you know, I gave the scamming a rest for a little while until this year, 2018. Um, but little did I know that I was getting ready for my biggest scam yet. I honestly thought that I could have, like, scammed my way into someone buying me, like, a Chanel boomerang in 2018, but I've still got nine months, right? So my PayPal is... No, I'm just joking. <laughs> the Chanel, Chanel boomerang's cute. No. Um, but, you know, black people, like, are some of the poorest people in this country, but somehow I managed to convince the whole nation that I was going to burn the cunt down. <laughs> Somehow I scammed this whole country into thinking that I bought Shell and I bought BP and I was going to burn this country to the ground, but I honestly think that was my greatest scam yet because I got featured in Harold's Sun Gossip section. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening. For tickets and dates, follow Queer Stories on Facebook. And for late-night ramblings and pictures of my dog, Frank, follow Maeve Marsden on Twitter. For discount tickets to my shows, as well as other perks, become a supporter of my work on crowdfunding platform Patreon for as little as $4 per month. Check out MaeveMarsden.com for more information. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.